Welcome to the reading of the story of immortality from the Brahma Kumaris World Spiritual University in London. The story of immortality is the fascinating tale of a seeker whose spiritual journey is woven from the factual truth of who we are, where we're coming from, where we're headed, and what we need to do. Many new points about our spiritual journey will be revealed, so listen with an open mind until the end of the story and see yourself on this journey. It is recommended that you listen in silence and stillness so that your mind is clear and quiet. Today's reading concludes chapter 4 of the story. Today, you will be able to answer the following eight questions. 1. Why are the terms the land of sorrow and the land of happiness used? 2. What has the Father come to do? 3. From being masters of the whole world, where have you ended up? Who is your enemy? 4. What is this play about? And what is the inheritance you receive directly from the Father? 5. How is your greatness revealed? 6. Why would you make effort? And what would be your greatest effort? 7. What is the method and reason to become pure? What is it called and what do you have to imbibe? 8. Why can't annihilation take place? The world stage, the end. Now the world has become completely impure and old. Why are the terms the land of sorrow and the land of happiness used? Everything depends on purity and impurity. People use the names heaven and hell. The world in its present state cannot be called heaven. It is those with a stone intellect who believe that because they have wealth and palaces etc. that this is heaven. However, you know that heaven is in the new world. 
people at this time are very unhappy. The soul experiences so much pain through the different diseases of the body in this land of sorrow. In the land of happiness, there is no bodily disease or pain. Here, the hospitals are full. In the pure world, there is only one kingdom. Whereas in the impure world, there are many kingdoms. Here, the population continues to grow, the earth is barren, and the seeds that are planted have no strength left in them. At present, this earth is like a graveyard. So many bombs and missiles are being made. They're not being made simply to be stored. They are refining them more and more and are testing them from time to time. Rehearsals of war continue to take place and then it will be the finale. At the end, the splendor that science has produced is so great that its inventions are compared to the Golden Age. It has also produced such materials that people understand that destruction is also taking place. They say they are making preparations for peace as they manufacture more bombs. As the possibility of destruction comes closer, people are searching for God. They understand that if destruction takes place, there must definitely be someone who is carrying out creation as well. Mountains of sorrow have now fallen and they will continue to fall. There has to be a limit to the Tamapradan stage. The old world now has to change. This earth once again has to change from Tamapradan to Satopradan. There is now a short time left. This earth is again about to change from the Iron Aged world to the Golden Aged world. Child, the old world is now coming to an end. Nearly all the actors have appeared. Only a few souls still have to come. When a play ends, all the actors come onto the stage. It is at this time that all the actors are present. Nothing can be changed in this. The creator, the director, and the actors all stand together. Child, you can understand that this drama is now about to reach its conclusion. All souls have to come down here 
to play their part. The population continues to grow. Dawn, the Confluence Age. The Confluence Age is the ending of the night and the beginning of the day. The Father comes at this auspicious Confluence Age to give knowledge and to tell you the story of immortality. He gives you the third eye of recognition with which to understand and experience. The day dawns through the light of knowledge. The Father changes night into day through knowledge. The Father comes to awaken the fortune of human beings. This sleep age lasts only for a short time. The Father is the benevolent one. Only he can tell you why there has been such a loss in the world. No one knows who makes the world Tamopradan and who then makes it Satupradan or how the world cycle spins. Now be soul conscious. Continue to remember the Father and spin the cycle of self-realization. Think about the rise and fall of the world. Only the one Father comes and liberates everyone and grants salvation to those of all religions. He says, I have now come to take you back to your home. I have become restless without you. As the time is approaching, I become restless. I feel that I must go to the physical world. The children are very unhappy and are calling out for me to come. I feel deep compassion for them. I feel that I must go to them. As the time approaches, according to the accurate moment in the drama, the thought arises in me that I have to go. The Father explains your part from the beginning through the middle to the end. In the beginning, I made you children so wealthy. You were given so much prosperity. The world was so elevated and prosperous. So what did you do with it all? I am asking you, where is all the wealth I gave you? Where has your fortune of the kingdom of self-sovereignty gone? I made you into the masters of the world. What did you do to your sovereignty? You were the masters of the whole world. The earth and sky and all the elements served you. All souls are children of the one Father. The Father now asks his sweet child, 
Do you understand what the Father is saying? You have now ended up in the foreign kingdom, ruled by the vices. Your enemy is the vices, not one another. You lost the fortune of your own kingdom, of self-sovereignty, to the vices. Remember the history of your victory and defeat. Do not forget this. Souls say that there should be peace in the world. It is because this world is now Tamapradan that there is peacelessness. This is a play about peace and peacelessness. It is a play about happiness and sorrow. It is only once in the cycle that you receive your inheritance of love, peace, purity, happiness, and powers directly from the Father. And it then becomes eternal. This is why this drama is a play about remembering and forgetting. I come and remind you of your original and eternal self. And through this, you reclaim your lost kingdom. I am making you beautiful once again and will then receive you in the abode of peace your sweet home. You truly do receive your inheritance from the Father. Understand who you are and who you belong to. Why do you consider yourself anything less? I come and give you real knowledge only the Father can give you this spiritual knowledge. The Father says, Now become soul conscious. Remember me, your Supreme Father, the Supreme Soul. Only through remembrance will you become Satopradhan once again. The Father is now creating heaven once again. The Father only comes once in the cycle to teach you Raj Yoga and to recreate the land of immortality. He's changing the jungle of thorns into a garden of flowers. He is teaching you how to become the bestowers of happiness once again. You must now once again claim the fortune of your kingdom of peace and happiness. All the sanskars of your future lives begin now from this present life. The disc of the soul never wears out because the soul is imperishable 
and the part recorded within it is eternal. All the billions of souls have an eternal part. It is like a record that is played continuously. No two souls can have the same part. Only at this time do you receive knowledge from the Father. You are being uplifted with knowledge. This is the time that you are called an effort maker. You listen and imbibe the teachings and on the basis of this understanding, you follow the Father's directions. Your greatness is seen in the quality of your efforts. Effort at this time is given greater importance. Do not just sit back and wait for your reward to come to you. A reward cannot be received without making effort. Your greatest effort is to remember who you are and your self-sovereignty. Your greatest fortune is that the Father is giving you directly the most elevated knowledge and is sustaining you with love. Those in the Golden and Silver Ages do not have this knowledge. There, they are soul-conscious, but not God-conscious. Those in the Copper and Iron Ages do not know this knowledge either. They are body-conscious and are searching. It is when you enter the Confluence Age that you receive this knowledge. As you study this knowledge, you are reminded of everything. You remember who you are and who your Father is. You remember the history of your victory and defeat. You are once again becoming the master of the land of peace and happiness. It seems that you have almost stopped breathing and have become spellbound as your teacher has carefully laid out this story of your long journey through time. This, you realize, is what he was referring to when he talked about your journey into forgetting. You fix your attention back on him, listening carefully. Going home. It has been a long time since you left your home. You have forgotten the way to return there. And so the Father has come to show you the way. 
you have been inviting the Father to come, saying, Take us home. Take us to the land of peace. Now the Father says, O souls, ask your heart how you can return home impure. Now that you have to return home, you definitely have to become pure. You also understand that you are now given the secret method to become pure. This is the method I give you cycle after cycle. Consider yourself to be a soul and remember me, the Supreme Soul. This is man-man above. This is the fire of remembrance through which your sins will be burnt. That is your sweet home of silence. You now have to return home and then from there you have to go down into your kingdom. Ultimately, these are the two things you have to do. You have to return and then you have to come down again. Some have a long rest in the land of peace. Some do not rest there for long. They have an all-round part. Not everyone will return to the world stage at the same time. Those who do not have a part at the beginning will remain in the land of peace. You know that each human being of the whole world has a part to play in the world drama. The actors must be sitting somewhere while waiting to come and play their part. Souls come down from up above and play their parts at the accurate time in the drama. Souls do not return to the home in between the ages. Souls take rebirth from their first birth in the drama until they reach the end of the cycle. Souls cannot be liberated from playing their part in this drama. They cannot attain eternal liberation. They cannot stay forever in the home. People go to so much trouble searching for peace. They do not understand that they were in the abode of peace, their home, and that they came down here to play their role. Every soul plays its own individual role. And then, when all souls return home, each soul goes to its own particular place. Each soul has to return to its own place in its own section and then has to come down again to play its part. Each one's role is now ending and all souls are to return to where they came from.
everyone comes from the abode of peace and all souls have to return to their home. All souls return home at the same time. You have to return home on time. It is not that you can go faster and reach there earlier. No. It is not in your hands to go sooner. This is fixed in the drama. Just as there is praise for the Father and the souls, there is also praise for the drama. The cycle continues. The world is eternal. It can never be destroyed. People say that annihilation takes place. However, this does not happen. It is against the law of nature for complete annihilation to take place. Why is this? Because all souls' parts are eternal and cannot be destroyed. This is a spiritual secret. This is a cycle of coming and going within the drama. Each soul has its own complete role contained within it. It is as though the shooting of the film starts from the beginning. However, this shooting rarely takes place eternally. This history and geography of the world continue to repeat. Minute by minute, the ticking continues. The whole reel repeats. It unwinds and is rewound. And then the same thing repeats again. This huge reel is so wonderful. It cannot be measured. Everyone's role ticks away. One second cannot be the same as the next. This cycle continues to turn. As the father finishes, his finger is resting at the top of the circle, at what would be the twelve if this circle were a clock and your head feels full as if for the past few hours you have been a spectator in a vast play with a cast of millions or billions. You can see that on the left side of his finger is the tiny confluence age. Before that, the dark iron age. And on the right, the luminous golden age. This clearly is a time of great significance. He sees you are lost in thought and after a couple of minutes he stands up to go, inviting you to ponder in silence what he has been telling you. He reminds you again about the magical nectar he has given you. 
man, man above. When you use it, this will help you to remember him and what he has told you, to remember your true home and to look ahead to the splendid world of light awaiting you when you walk onto the stage again. It has now entered your intellect that you were elevated and that you can once again become like that. It requires spinning the cycle of self-realization with the gifts of your divine intellect and spiritual vision. This means to realize the cycle of your many births in the golden, silver, copper and iron ages and to let your memories return. Do listen next week for the continuation of the seeker's journey. Om Shanti, which means I am a peaceful soul, and so I acknowledge all listeners too as peaceful souls. Om Shanti.